This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. And before we move on to our next story, I want to show you a video. It may be disturbing for some of you, so I, ad- I advise viewer discretion. This happened live on camera day before yesterday. Both the men died on spot as TV cameras rolled on. One of the men was a mafia don turned politician. The other was his brother. Atik Ahmad was the name of this former mafia don. He was 17 when he first killed a man and in the years that followed, he was allegedly involved in over a hundred criminal cases, ranging from trying to forcibly seize land to killing people in broad daylight and abduction. And none of this stopped Ahmad from becoming a member of the state legislature. He won over five terms in the state's legislative body. In 2014, he even contested the Lok Sabha elections. In 2019, he filed nomination for the constituency of Varanasi from jail. He was undergoing a prison sentence. And when he was killed, Ahmad was 60 years old. He was serving life imprisonment. So surely, Atik Ahmad was not a torchbearer for the rule of law. But what happened has become controversial because justice is administered by the courts in India, not by vigilantes who can take out a gun and kill in front of policemen, by the way. He was killed in front of cameras taking footage for live broadcast in front of the police and while in handcuffs. The men who killed him posed as journalists. They had eye cards and dummy cameras. One of them took a shot at Ahmad in front of a cop. And before you know it, shots are being fired non-stop. Ahmad and his brother have fallen. The killers surrender and the chapter is over. Newspapers around the world were quick to pick up Ahmad's story and they sure had a lot to say. But the more important reaction was India's opposition parties calling it an encounter killing, evidence of brazen anarchy and collapse of law and order in Uttar Pradesh. The state government ordered a judicial inquiry. But the open daylight killing is under wider scrutiny from the people and from its judiciary, which is widely and popularly considered extremely fair. Slow, yes, but fair. The Indian legal system believes in a person's innocence until proven guilty. It believes in evidence, not encounters. But I'm afraid the police in India are not leaving justice to the court. There have reportedly been 183 encounters in the state of Uttar Pradesh alone in the last six years. And this is not a new trend. I don't know how many of you have seen the online series on Mumbai or erstwhile Bombay's encounter cops. There was a time when cops in Mumbai would boast about the gangsters that they had killed in an encounter. They would keep a tally, in fact. 100, 83, 80, 63. A cop was as good as his number of hits. I'm talking about the 1980s and the 1990s. 
In fact, many justified these encounter cops back then because of the danger that the underworld posed in India's maximum city. The underworld, you see, was killing people in Bollywood, threatening film stars, engaging in gang violence. So the cops going after the mafia dons became heroes. They began being celebrated as heroes. But what exactly explains a comeback of this trend in 2023? Some saw a whiff of politics. Others said the mafia dawn deserved to die. But in a country which believes in law and order, it is only a judge who can pass judgment, not civilian shooters. And we are not making a case in favour of Atik Ahmad. It is not our place to do so, just like it is no one's place except the judiciaries to deliver justice. For now, the state of Uttar Pradesh has announced a probe into the killing of Atik Ahmad and his brother. And let's hope the probe finds out the truth. We know who killed the dawn. What we want is why and how.